Hey guys, this is Bonnie C of the Creativepreneur podcast. Through this podcast, I aim to bring you interviews from some of the most inspiring small-scale entrepreneurs in the creative industry, talking all things photography, fashion, tech, and business. So if you want to gain insight, become inspired, and learn valuable tools to create your dream life, as well as bring your side hustles to life, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Creativepreneur Podcast. Bonnie here and on today's episode we have Dominique Alessia who is a model and influencer and a good friend of mine and I really wanted to get her onto the podcast so we could get a model's perspective of working in the creative industry. So we chat all about life as a model and an influencer, working with agents, working with clients and brands, traveling and then also we go a bit into the crisis of of the coronavirus right now and how she is adapting and how the industry really is changing um, to work during this time and what she's doing. And then we also talk a bit about business and she gives some great advice on how to be a model and how to deal with the industry. So it's a really good episode. I've loved recording it and hope you will enjoy listening to it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey Dom, how are you going today? I'm good, Bon. I wish I could be with you in person. I know, but with the state of the world as it is, uh, (laughs) it's just not possible. This is the best we've got. Yeah, but I appreciate you, you know, coming on to my podcast and uh, talking with me. It'll be... um, Yeah, so excited. I know, and you're finally free and have some time to do so because you're a busy woman. (laughs) I know. So much free time now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But never yeah. been at home so much in my entire life. Me neither. I'm going a bit crazy to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> How are you it coping with there. all the mental like being at home twenty four seven? Well, luckily I'm studying now, so I've just been busy doing yeah. my uni work and um it's been really good for me. Like I invested in a little tripod. So oh. I've been shooting like videos on my phone and workout stuff. And just kind of doing new things that I've always wanted to do, yeah, but never had the but time. Never had the time. That is one good thing, actually, because I remember like back in the day when I was shooting all the time, like before I had a baby, and I would just, you know, have all these side projects that I wanted to work on, but I'd just literally never have enough time because I was always shooting mm. or editing. So when I then, you know, had my baby, even though I didn't get any more time, but. Like, <laughs> But, like, I got a little bit more freedom because I wasn't shooting um, to do other things. So I can imagine, actually, for now, while it's still in the first Mm. few weeks and it's not months on, like, it's nice to have the time to go, okay, I can finally actually do all these side things that I've been wanting to do. I think it's just being able to look at it as an opportunity as well. Mm. I mean, I had my first air the first week I was just, like, this has to not be real. Like this, mm. this isn't happening. And I was just so anxious, but now really? I'm kind of getting used to the routine and I'm actually finding the joy in being home. Yeah. Cause I've never, I've always like been in a hotel room or in another country or never in the same bed for more than two nights. I don't think wow. in the last four years. Wow. And now I've been like in the same bed for nearly a month and I'm like, it's actually my sleep's better. Yeah. My mental health is actually good. So, yeah, I think I actually needed this reset. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying this now, but I think maybe get back to me on that in a month's time. Yeah. <laughs> right now <laughs> and we're I'll in like, happy balance. <laughs> I know, I know. Not going crazy. Um, exactly. So in the first week, you know, did you experience some kind of anxiety over losing work and kind of like, freak out about what it could mean like I'm yeah, guessing definitely. a lot of creatives would be doing right now and going through yeah definitely as well because um I had some good holds as well which I was so mm. excited for mm. um but they were interstate first of all you can't fly mm. you know so I don't think that those jobs would be shooting anyway due yeah. to the current climate so I, doubt it. I I did stress first mentally just because I love my job and I knew that I wouldn't be getting to do it as much or at all. Yeah. And secondly, financially, because my main source of income is modeling. Yes. Absolutely. So now I was going to have to, if 
focus on social media a lot more True. because that's another source of income for me. But it's definitely my secondary. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's been good. Sheik's been incredible in terms of pushing social and leading yeah. us in the right direction. And that's so that's been good because I've kind of forgotten because I've just been so lucky to just go to shoots, do my work, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. Can you share with us a little bit like about what your agents have been, I guess, guiding you and what direction to take during this time, like how they've been tackling it? Well, um, so one of the good things that come through from this is so now I have two clients. I'm not going to say who, but you will see on my social media (laughs) in the next few weeks. So (laughs) they're sending me garments. So one brand sending me 20 looks. And mm-hmm. another brand sending me 10. Mm-hmm. I'm not obliged to post on my social media at all. Okay. But my boyfriend, Tommy, will just take the photos on iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then they will use those photos as their um, e-commerce photos. Because at the moment, they don't know what to do. Because not only can you not fly in models, but yeah. you can't have a certain amount of people in a room. And you need to have yeah. 1.5 meter distance. So this really is the only way. Yeah. So, um, so this is essentially you doing an e-commerce shoot, but you're just doing all the creative as opposed to, well, I'm doing the hair and makeup. I'm doing the styling. Um, so it's a lot more, I mean, this could change the industry because to be honest, that's extremely, you're saving a lot of money without hair and makeup, without photographer, like without, every without a studio but yeah I'm very curious to see in six months time what's happening that's true because I mean if they find that these kind of things work and the products still sell and sell well then yeah they Mm. might look at it as an alternative to doing a proper shoot yeah wild. on top of that as well um the industry's changed in a way is before clients would be going to Chic. Mm-hmm. Now Chic, my agency, they're really having to reach out to brands and put us forward. So they're mm. working a lot harder in trying to get us jobs than they ever were before. Mm. So it's been really interesting just seeing that side as well because, you know, we're in the emails and we're seeing the backs and forth that are happening. Well, I guess they have well, to do that for their business to survive. So it's kind of keep their good. job. Give so, them a bit of a yeah. kick up the bum, one might say. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're definitely, you know, pushing for, you know, usually they'd only push for those really high-paying jobs. But now even mm. just this one social media post, you know, they need to put the effort and they need to push for it. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty positive anyway. like No, that's a real positive yeah, for sure. Definitely. And it also makes us, um, motivated to share on our channels because mm-hmm. you know for example I really love, enjoy cooking healthy food yeah. so I like to put that forward and then potentially I can collaborate with you know a brand that is also passionate about that and then we can work together yeah, because there's a brand alignment there I've definitely seen you um, stepping up your socials game and posting more things that you wouldn't have done before and stuff like your makeup I've got thing time the other day. I've got a lot of time. <laughs> it's good though. I think it's cool. Like yeah, it looks like you're really, you know, being proactive during this time and you know how important it is to adapt mm. and evolve during this time and do what you can um, instead exactly. of just taking a holiday, you know? Well, I'm, you know me, I'm the most hyperactive yeah, ball of energy. You, could do nothing. you can't picture me sitting on the couch for a long while. So <laughs> I'm always doing something. I'm always thinking. I'm always reading. So yeah. I, you know, I'm really trying to use this time productively and also to be as authentic as possible. I would never want to work with a brand that I'm not passionate about. So mm. just trying to put the right image out so that the right things come in, back in return. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's crazy how it's all changing. 
I know, Bonnie. Wild. <laughs> Wild. I hope everyone listening knows exactly that we're talking about the coronavirus. Just imagine if someone's listening to this in like five <laughs> years' time and they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> it's like, why are they all I've seen home? all these memes. It's like, I'm over being part of history. <laughs> I don't want to be in this. <laughs> I know. It's so weird to be going through something like this in like modern day times. Like even just the fact that we're – like had you know these lockdowns in place like it's just surreal because it's nothing surreal has ever gotten see. this far before as well, far as we have where we're from well we have a view of bondi mm. from our room and there is not one person on the beach you're not allowed to go on the beach Isn't that crazy it's just crazy look if we got a little conspiracy theorist in here which we'll try not to do we could say there's some you know some things at work <laughs> you know it's there's a lot of control going on in the world right now and but this is scary. definitely the right thing yeah. to be doing yeah. because the sooner we tackle this with yeah. strong measures the sooner it will be done yeah and so. i think it will give a lot of people a new appreciation um, especially, I feel like uh, our generation um, is fairly, you know, privileged, especially in our industry, and we take a lot of things for granted. So, mm. you know, maybe this will help us to be a bit more grateful for all the, you know, freedoms we have. Oh, in the world. definitely, <laughs> definitely, it's stripping us back to basics. It's, mm. You know, we're playing card games every couple nights. You know, <laughs> we're not, we're not, can't be distracted by things. We're having conversations, we're cooking. Like, mm. these are things that I love, and these are things that I actually remember doing with my family as a kid. Mm. And now I'm kind of doing that again because that's how you make up time when you don't have a mobile phone or you don't, you get over it. I've got my phone for an hour in the morning and I'm over it. Yeah, I'd rather like I have a good conversation with the people in the house. Luckily, yeah. I'm living Lucky with another you're in a couple house with people, which if... is so I'm so grateful for that yeah. because I really feel for my grandma because her her husband, my papa, is mm. in a nursing home and she can't visit him, oh. so they're both alone at the moment. Like, oh. you got to be grateful just to be with somebody in your house like you've got your family we've got three friends so that's really really special I feel like doing this time like isolating solo would be really hard it'd be really really hard Mm. really really hard mentally yeah Mm, it'd be really difficult all right well let's go back a little bit uh we'll Mm -hmm. We'll lose the convo about coronavirus for a moment and we're going to go back in time to when you started modelling. So I would love Mm -hmm. to hear just a little bit about um, your kind of journey and from start to where you are now, kind of in a nutshell of how you Mm -hmm. got to where you are. Give us a little rundown. Um, Well, when I was 15, I was scouted in Bondi. I was actually just with some friends and I, yeah. And I took this guy's Facebook. Wait, this guy, who was, was he an agent or was he just a guy? (laughs) No. So his name was Richard Manor and he was the creative director of Tony and Guy at the time. Oh, And um, his brother's David Manor. He's a really well-known hair photographer. So we connected and I, didn't tell my mom and next weekend I caught the train and met up with this man. Could have been really bad. <laughs> it could have been very bad. Girls, if you're listening at home, do not do this. Do not do that. <laughs> but luckily it wasn't bad and good. it was fine and we had a good meeting. After the meeting I told my mom about it. She was furious, as you can imagine. <laughs> but afterwards she started to understand and she goes, look, you can do the shoot with him. Mm-hmm. but I'm coming with you. Yeah. I said, enough. okay, that's fine. We went, we did the shoot. It was amazing and I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got signed to my first agency, which was next door called Milk. I don't okay. think they're around anymore, but yeah. I just did some hair shoots and I, because David was a hair photographer. Oh, yeah. But I didn't enjoy it because it was a lot of sitting around. It wasn't interactive. Mm. So I didn't really work much. 
Mm. I, I just didn't really enjoy it. So um, I finished school and I had got, decided to go on a gap year. So I traveled okay. and that's when Instagram kind of just starting to get big. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was posting all my travel images and, you know, my following was growing. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and photographers were wanting to do test shoots. And I was like, you know what? Like I did have the taste of it and I enjoyed it at the start. Maybe I'll give it another go. Maybe yeah. I'll enjoy it now. And I had a bit of free time before uni was commencing. So I did these tests and I loved it. And from doing a test with one person, they'd recommend me and I'd do a page shoot. So mm. I became, I started freelancing that way. Okay. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I was lucky enough even to go to Bali for some work, just booking it through myself. Oh, all freelancing. Uh, yeah. And then eventually Sheik DM'd me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they said, we'd love for you to come in for a meeting. We really love your look. And I was like, oh, my God, they're massive. Yeah. So I went in and they signed me on the spot. And then that was five years ago. So, yeah, that's how it all started. And then just been a good journey. Like, it was a bit slow at the start, I have to say. I'm lucky I had a social media following because I do believe that helps you. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yep. In these days, having a social media following to back you really helps. Yeah. But I also think it's about your attitude on set that's going to get you far. If you're a good energy and if you work hard, clients are going to rebook you. Mm. That's probably my biggest, biggest piece of advice for any upcoming model. And I will vouch for you because you do have a great work ethic and you're very professional. Like you're never asking, oh, can we finish early today? Or can, you know, how many more looks or anything like, you know, you're always there and prepared to, you know, sometimes they're long, hard days. And yeah, Mm. you always get through it in a professional, which is, you're right, really, really important. Thanks, Bon Bon, and no you worries. as well. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes I get a little tired. No, I'm kidding. no, I try to be, yeah, very professional and grateful for what I do as well. Because, yeah, you've and got I to think be. as well. We've both been in other jobs. Mm-hmm. I think I'm very grateful that I worked in retail. I worked in the smoothie bar. Mm. I've done all that stuff. So to be able to do a job I love and you know, get creative. I'm grateful for any job, whether it's big or small. Yeah. I mean, that's and a you good are point. as well. Absolutely. Because like, yeah, there are some girls who come into it through straight through social media and they go straight into a super high paying job, either being a model mm. or an influencer or, you know, YouTuber or TikToker, whatever it is today. Mm. And like have never had the real grind of like working at Boost Juice or something. Like yeah, that. 100%. So I think it's yeah. important to understand the value of money first and foremost. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It makes a big, big difference. Um, definitely. So can you run us through a little bit about your daily life on a shoot day, even though obviously at the moment it's not really going the same? But, <laughs> <laughs> but usually like how does a shoot yeah. day run for you? Well, I'll do an example of mm. one when we're interstate because I do work up in Byron, Brisbane, and the Gold Coast a lot, a lot probably yeah. majority of my work. Mm. Um, so I'll wake up at about 4.30 and <laughs> I'll go to the airport and catch a flight, catch yeah. an, from the airport catch an Uber to the shoot. Mm-hmm. Then I'll get my hair and makeup done, which I really, I actually love getting my hair and makeup done. I, oh, yeah. I find it very therapeutic. Yeah. Um, I'll have my breakfast. I'll usually order some Uber Eats or I'll get something at the airport. But yeah, um, eating for me is very important. Mm. It's like what I base my day around. <laughs> yes. um, so I'll have like avocado toast or boiled eggs or depends oh, who the makeup artist is if I have eggs. Oh, if really? I know them, I'll have eggs. <laughs> Some people are freaked out by eggs. <laughs> if I know them well, I'll have eggs. <laughs> if I know them well, I'll have eggs. That's and then um, we'll shoot usually between 60 to 80 looks mm-hmm. in a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot. modeling is like cardio for sure. 
on yeah. your feet all day walking around. So and it's worse for models a- because you have to wear heels. I cannot oh, imagine yeah. having that to wear calf heels strength. Right now. <laughs> <Ridiculous>. <laughs> calf strength strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'll shoot eight hours. Usually finish at about five. Then go to the airport, get on a seven o'clock flight, come back to Sydney, and do it all again the next day. So when mm. I do work interstate, it's a really there's no time for me to do exercise. The best I yeah. can do is I walk around the airport a little bit. <laughs> but um, if I am working in Sydney, I will always wake up early and train before because mm. I feel so much better mentally and physically when I move in the morning so absolutely yeah Yeah, it would definitely set you up for a good day Mm -hmm. I mean they're long days it turns like an eight-hour job into a what is it like 16-hour job almost really Mm. with the flying does add a lot yeah and it's very exhausting for the body when I was at the prime of my Mm. e-com days and just flying all the time Mm. I like I actually lost my period not because of weight loss but because of the fact that my body mm. wasn't knowing the time of day anymore my cycle was out of whack oh, right. because I was waking up in the in the dark so often yeah so and wow, flying as well impacts your body so Absolutely. that's what the doctor said because all my levels were fine and then when I oh. stopped flying as much it came back so it just shows you wow. really flying is not good for you and waking up early, not having enough sleep is also mm. not good for you. And right now flying's very bad for you. Oh, right <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just flying chucking is in the little uh, joke there. <laughs> <laughs> you love the little Rona joke. <laughs> <laughs> just a casual Rona joke in there. Shouldn't be making light of yeah, the subject. Just but, you know. You got to laugh about it sometimes because it's just. Oh, really there's crazy. enough memes to last till the day we die. <laughs> I know. There crazy. is so many memes. Crazy. <laughs> so oh good. my god! Okay, so what do you love most about being a model? Um, I mean, obviously it's a catch twenty two, but I love mm-hmm. traveling. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. I love love traveling. Like I've been so grateful. I've been a shot in all over the world. Yeah, and that's the, I've seen so many countries and places that I would have never been to mm-hmm. if it wasn't for my job. Um, but obviously, I miss my family, my friends, my yeah. boyfriend, yeah. and that is hard. But that's definitely my favorite part of it. And also, to be honest, meeting the people like you and mm-hmm. all the makeup artists and mm-hmm. other photographers. Like I genuinely call you my friend. Yeah. And I feel like in a lot of jobs you don't get that. But because our job is very social. It's very social. We're chatting all day. Yeah. So I I really have made some friends forever from work. That's Mm. definitely a big, big plus for me. That's actually one of the things I love most about shoots is because like Obviously, we don't have normal jobs, so we're not in the office with people we become friends with every day. So shoots Mm. are our social circle, you know, it's our social interactions. So, you know, you go in there and and luckily we're not in, you know, a retail job where they're like, like I used to work in a phone store and they're like, you can't talk on the floor. Like we weren't allowed to Mm. chat. And I'm like, this is bullshit. You just go home feeling like. Just in a weird headspace. Yeah, it was so shit. I'm like, I can work and talk, you know. Yeah, like so, the work we feel is just drained and tired, but yeah, we feel like we've we had still chat. good catch-ups with our friends. Yeah, I love it because we have a good day and we talk about so many different topics and we like get some goss here and there and we're like, ooh, what's going yeah, on here? Because we're always working with different people. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah, and even if it's not people who are your friends that yeah. you, or you haven't worked with before, yeah. not saying they're not your friends, just haven't worked with before, yeah. then it's also meeting a new person and you know, mm. asking questions and learning and it's it's mm. really, it's definitely a, an amazing thing that we get. Yeah, yeah, I really like the social aspects of it. It's a, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, especially when you yeah do know the people well and you're on a regular team, it's a great day. Yeah. Lots of fun. Always. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of good as well because you have uh, like so many almost different mini social circles every day because you'd be crossing over to 
different clients you're working with, which would be having a different makeup artist who you're friends with, you know, and like, so every day yeah. you're almost seeing like a different group of friends. <laughs> Little tweaks. Or sometimes you're with the same people every day. <laughs> That's true. And by the end, it's just like, oh, hi again. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm that's gonna have rare, my eggs today. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely having eggs on that final day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, okay, so I would love for you to just pipe in here, and I want to see what advice you would have for photographers when working with models. Um, so I don't know, just some things that you've kind of picked up on over the years that, like, uh, you think would be good for us to know from a model's perspective mm. oh yeah for sure um i would definitely say um if i'd give a photographer advice i'd say listen to everyone mm-hmm. a lot of photographers not you but can be quite stubborn <laughs> Mm-hmm. on what their direction is but yeah. they need to remember sometimes they're part of a team mm-hmm. and this is not for the photographer this is for everyone the client should also listen and yeah. everyone should be should feel welcome to put their opinion on the table because mm-hmm. it could create some magic which you wouldn't have got before that's true yeah so I definitely think being open to change and flexibility is key on shoot mm-hmm. because it's not always going to go how you think it is so the photographer needs to be able to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things that a photographer can do is, you know, if you're shooting swim and it's cold, mm-hmm. you get in the water too just to show <laughs> the model, like, I would get in there too and to make a laugh out of it because, yes. you know, that's when you're shooting swim and you have to go in the water or, you know, you often shoot swim in winter if yeah. your listeners don't know that, mm. um, to get ready for summer. Mm-hmm. So it's breathing and mm-hmm. yes that would be just to show just to be a bit more fun and playful and not to look at us just shivering in the yeah, water to make you feel comfortable and sort of like that and you're make on us the same feel comfortable and stuff like that yeah yeah and I also love when a photographer my last thing I would say is when a photographer is enthusiastic and like if they love a shot say it because there's nothing better than like getting like Hearing just that it's com- good. Yeah, just hearing that you're doing a good job. Yeah. Silence from the photographer is like <laughs> the, the worst. worst thing as a model because you're not getting Anything. feedback. Yeah, that's it. That's You'd actually funny. rather, you want rather criticism, like, you know, criticism to help. Yeah. Constructive criticism rather than nothing because yeah, then you just true. don't know. Yeah, just They would be my three main tips. <laughs> It'd be silent and you're just moving and you're kind of like, um... It, I, uh, sometimes it is fun. Um, it really? is. Yeah. You want <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Even if you're shooting 80 looks at e-com, give me something. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, that can get like, oh, but it's different. I mean, we shoot one e-com product in about 30 seconds. So if I'm silent for that 30 mm. seconds and we're doing the No, of course. Places, that's okay. Not every, not every look, but, you know, yeah, even though that dress looks nice or just something to. Yeah, absolutely. That's really, really good advice because I think as well Mm. photographers, when they start out, I feel like some of that silence, I mean, actually, I wouldn't know. You'd probably know better than I am, but that uh, might be when the photographer's a bit less experienced and they Mm. don't really realise that they should be talking more and giving more direction or feedback. Um, Well, that's the hard thing as well because unless you – are friends with models and can ask these questions, mm. you get on job as a photographer and you have no idea what's expected. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Mm. Yeah, very yeah, good so advice. That would there. be my tip. Very <laughs> good. Um, what am I going to ask now? Oh, okay. I've, I've got my questions <laughs> out of order. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut this bit out. <laughs> anyway um okay so when do you think your work transitioned from being just a model to becoming an influencer as well so was there kind of like a time although you kind of said you started almost I started on Instagram so I didn't really have a transition interesting I was kind of always both okay 
Well, I feel like in the last year I have focused more on the modeling side yeah, because I've wanted to book different campaigns and be more editorial. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now with everything that's going on with Corona, social mm. media is really, really important. Mm. So I am turning, turning, that lead, turning that page just for now and, you know, sharing what I want to share. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was about to say, like, how do you think the industry has changed since, you know, the rise of social media and Instagram? But, I mean, now it's even changing again in this last month. But, yeah. It's just about staying up to date and just seeing what's trending and not being left behind. Yeah, that's true. That's good advice. I mean, how do you keep up? Well, I think everyone has time right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think there's excuses now. I think before, fair enough. But it's also just being authentic. I would write down on a piece of paper and write what you're passionate about, what you like, mm. what you'd want to share. Mm. Don't be, don't be, don't force yourself to do anything. If you're not someone who likes to share mm-hmm. and you're quite shy, mm-hmm. don't force it because people can read it. I think, yeah, I really true. think you've just got to do you and do what makes you happy. Just because mm. someone else is doing something, just because someone else is doing something, you don't have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of pressure on models these days to be on social media and be on TikTok and be this. And I'm not saying I'm not. I'm all about it. But mm. I'm also saying if you don't, if you're a model who likes to model, mm-hmm. but you don't really want to start sharing, talking mm-hmm. on the camera and stuff, you can't force it. Yeah. No, that's it's a hard thing true. about this day and age now because it's expected of everyone. It is, yeah. So, do you think, like, uh, kind of that's what I mean? Like, so now that there is Instagram and other social medias, whatever they may be, like, do you think it has changed the way, like, of being a model? Like, you're not expected to oh, just completely. be a model. They want you to also do this and that. Like, yeah, has it changed that? Oh, completely. If mm-hmm. you look at all the Victoria's Secret models, mm-hmm. majority of them have YouTubes. Like, a lot of them, if you look at their Instagram feeds, they don't post any work photos. They're yeah, posting true. photos from an iPhone. This is, true. I'm saying that this is the industry now. Yeah. And that's crazy thing to see, but you see, you know, these top models of, mm-hmm. of the world, the mm-hmm. highest earning models of the world, just posting an iPhone selfie of them with no makeup. People want real. Yeah, It's part of the job now. Yeah, definitely. It really is part of the job now. Definitely. And especially with everything that's happening, there's a lot more pressure yeah. to use social media. Definitely in this time. So have you started a TikTok? <laughs> Um, I, so I posted one yesterday, oh, but did I didn't publicize it. Um, no, because I, um, I just posted on my Instagram, like yeah. a baking video oh, yeah. of a cookie recipe mm-hmm. and it was under a minute. Like I could edit it to make it under a minute. So I just thought I'll put it on TikTok. <laughs> but, um, I have some ideas for TikTok, which I'll be doing with Tommy. He is, oh. my boyfriend is the funniest person in the world. So, um, yeah, we'll have a little crack at it and. Yeah. If we post it, we post it, and if we don't, I will only post things that I'm confident and comfortable posting. I don't think I'm someone who will learn a dance and do it because that's not me. Yeah. But I love the comedy in it, so yeah. I think we'll definitely go down that way on it. Well, I think this time is actually probably like TikTok's benefited from the most because the amount of people I've seen on Instagram now because they're bored AF are going on to TikTok for something new to do because they're at home all day and have the time. Like, I mean, even I've started scrolling it for pretty much the first time ever and it's Mm. pretty addictive. I don't even like really follow anyone. I've just got the suggested things because I don't know who's on it and it's fucking funny. Like, I wish I was a hot young thang dancing around. (laughs) But the thing that's great about it, it's not about – one thing that does frustrate me with Instagram Mm -hmm. is when I post, like, a bikini photo, my Mm -hmm. following grows and it goes on the explore page. Mm -hmm. But then when I post, you know, something that's dearer to my heart or a recipe or something I've put the effort in, it doesn't. And um, I think that's what's good about TikTok is you have to be creative. 
yes. to be someone on it. You can't just be a girl in a bikini anymore. Yeah, that's true. You've definitely got to. So I actually really, really love that aspect of it. Yeah. It seems like a um, lot of and fun. I'm, and I think, you know, on the weekend we'll have a couple of wines and we'll just, <laughs> that will be our Saturday night. <laughs> That'll be our Saturday night. Drunk TikTok. Well, I look forward to seeing them. I think they'll be very <laughs> funny. And it seems like TikTok's got the right algorithm at the moment. So, you know, it's another way for to grow a bit more of a social media presence as well. Exactly, yeah. Not too bad of a thing in this climate. No. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you can always, it doesn't have to be funny. You can always post like a photography thing on there. Yeah, I mean, I've just put up a couple of like behind the scenes videos and stuff. And I've seen other photographers do that. But, like, the things I like to watch on TikTok are the ones where people, you know, edit together, you know, they've got the song or whatever and they're, like, miming Mm. to it and it's a bit more creative than just – like, I feel like just a video isn't what TikTok's – No, no, no. It won't get you far. Yeah, so I think it would be cool to – like, yesterday I made one for the first time. I think it's good, but, like, it doesn't even have any views on it because I don't really have any followers. Um, Mm. But, like, so I did – the first clip was a behind-the-scenes of a model on shoot recently. It was the one with Lucy. And I wrote Mm. client expectations, you know, those expectation versus reality. Yeah. I did client expectations and then it cut to a picture (laughs) – a video, sorry, of my baby Bronte wearing her same like outfit, outfit. sort of thing, yeah, chewing so some broccoli, saying clever. like client budget because it was funny because yeah. she was just like in the house, like food on her face. <laughs> I yeah, thought it was quite see, that's clever. Cute. So that's clever. It's yeah, a little bit something like still related to photography and what I do, but trying to Perfect. you know have a little bit Humor. more of the uh, TikTok fun in there. So. I love that. Who knows? Maybe we'll I'll get into it. I'll have to look it. when we're finished. Thanks. You can give it its its first like. <laughs> I'll give it its first like. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the support. <laughs> of course. Oh, God. Okay, let's get back to modelling and agencies and stuff. Um, Just in case anyone's curious when they're listening, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how it works with your agency, like what kind of – cut they take you know obviously they invoice for you stuff like that so just Mm -hmm. from a business side how's it work with an agency um so the agencies so brands often go to the agency if you are a newer model Mm -hmm. and they'll be like we want this sort of look for an active wear campaign and then the agency will send over a bunch of girls Mm -hmm. for a client to look at so Mm -hmm. they're great at putting you forward so Having a good relationship with your agent is really, really key. Mm-hmm. Um, just to make sure you're top of mind as well yeah. and they can put you forward for jobs. Um, they do all the invoicing. They will organize your hotels. They organize your flights. Um, they chase up your payments. They will book you in for test shoots. They will take your digis. They do a lot for us. Yeah. Um, and then they take, which is quite standard, 20% yeah. as the agency fee. Mm. Do they um, but do your tax and stuff? Wouldn't get the jobs without to... them. No, absolutely. Yeah. So sorry. What did I, you say? I said, do they take your tax, or is that something you still have to? No, we have to do our own have to tax, do your own which tax. Um, can really that might be hard for such if there was a young because model. Yeah. You, well, yeah, because you get all your money in lump sums. You're like, woohoo! Yeah. And then the tax man comes on the third, at the end of the financial year and he's like, I need this amount of money. And you're like, oh, oh my God, I have, have not. <laughs> exactly. So um, I think that's one thing that models need to realize is put a percentage away. Yes. Put a percentage away because you do not want to be in debt Absolutely. when you've made enough money to pay. It. So, yeah. yeah. And if, if you... I know, so we don't get superannuation. Oh, they don't take super either? So you've got no, to do that yourself so we don't too? Have, well, yeah, you can choose whether or not to. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I feel like in the past they used to take super at one point or maybe it was for some models. Some I brands do, but majority don't. Yeah, interesting. So you definitely have the to. The bigger brands do. Ah, I see. So you do have to know yeah. to do that for yourself if you're wanting to be a model. Yeah. Make sure you stay exactly, on top yeah. of your finances because otherwise... Stay on top of your finance. You're fucked, basically. 
or get a good accountant to help you. Yeah, that's definitely important. I know the pain mm-hmm. of all that stuff from being a freelancer myself. So it's hard. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but very good important to get right. Um, yeah. Okay. So in that, then can you give us a little bit more of an idea how it works for doing like sponsored posts and stuff like that? Like, cause it would be different to booking a job. Like well, the agencies, the agencies will still do the same thing. So, okay. um, an active wear client, client might come and say, look, we want to do some paid advertising through social media. Who are your girls on your board? And they've got like a package which has all of us in it. Got our Instagram um, followers, insights. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and that sort of stuff. So it's still the same thing. Mo- I'm assuming most clients know who they want to use. Yeah. So they'll just go directly to the agent. Um, and then they'll do the negotiating and they will chase up the payments. So it's pretty much the same. But obviously you're at an advantage if you've got a high a bigger following absolutely i mean though in back mm-hmm. probably a couple of years ago before the agents really brought that part onto their business um you would have done it yourself right yeah when i first started and that's how i got scouted anyway ah. um but i was making peanuts on it so yeah because you wouldn't <laughs> i really charged like 20 dollars a post <laughs> yeah, fair enough. i didn't know what to do yeah. um I mean, a lot of the time I still will just post something because I'm just wearing it. It's not, yeah, it's definitely, absolutely. majority of my posts are not sponsored. Yeah. Um, and you're allowed to do and, that, right? It's not like yeah. you dictate what you can and can't post. No. That's good. Yeah. So if you love um, something, but, you can share it and, and you want it for your own content and a post, you, you're exactly. more than welcome to do that. If something aligns with me, yeah. I will. It was sponsored post, and that's why it probably just seems seamless because I wear that stuff anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't post for something that I wouldn't use or I don't like. Yeah, absolutely. And the agent, and like my agent knows that, and he'll always ask me before he agrees to anything, which is great. Definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. So in relation to, I mean, you don't have to give us prices and like money that you earn on that, but like, a percent. So, for example, a sponsored post, like what kind of percent of your day rate would that equal? Like, are you getting kind of the same amount for uh, Instagram posts? As oh, you would it, for it varies. Be- it varies between the brand and what it oh, okay. is. So, sometimes it can be equivalent to um, a day rate or half a day rate, mm-hmm. or it really varies on the client. There's right. not like a set thing. So yeah. can't really answer that question. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I suppose the shoot days vary in what you, you know, rates you get anyway, like depending on the clients yeah, and if it's a campaign. Exactly. Or and then the usage as well. Ah, yeah. So okay. if as well for social media, you might do a post and they might use it as their sponsored ad. They, you, so oh. there's a lot of usage is a big thing. For us, we usually get paid by usage. Right. So I presume if they're then using your image for an ad, you would get paid a lot more than if you were just doing a sponsored post on your page. Yes. I would presume. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of didn't think that that does make sense that because they would be getting an image that they can then use for their own advertising without having to go and book you for a shoot to essentially yeah. take it. It's Not basically that. like, Social media now, mm. I wouldn't look at it as like, like it's online modeling. It's online modeling now. So if mm. you if I do a post for a clothing brand, mm. I'm online. I'm modeling online for that. Yes. I don't see it like how I used to see it, especially with everything going on. Yeah. I'm just taking the creative. Yeah. And I'm modeling. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, what about the influencer trips? Like, how do they normally come about and be arranged? Like, do they come to you or do they go through your agency or, you know, do you approach um, brands? All my influencer trips have come through directly, through my DMs or mm-hmm. through someone I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've all been amazing. They're yeah. not paid. They're just for fun. and So, they're like collaboration. They, like everything, yeah, everything yeah. is covered. Yeah. It's just like a 
a holiday with girls and you meet people and it's incredible. So yeah, I love that and I am so upset that I probably will not be going on any this I year. Know, isn't it crazy? Because <laughs> I really, really love those trips. Maybe because some like Aussie people. brands will make an Australian influencer trip, like they'll go somewhere in the country. That yeah, but cool. we can't, we yeah. can't cross borders. Well, I mean, so hopefully that will be. You can't leave soon. the house. Oh, it's not the right thing to do as a PR yeah. move as well. That's true. I was thinking maybe in like six months, like maybe they still wouldn't be saying go overseas, but maybe we could then start to travel domestically again. Mm. I'm hoping we could travel I don't, domestically. I, don't, in six I think months. it's one of those things we've <laughs> just got to take it day by day. <laughs> All right, I'll stop getting excited then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So those influencer trips usually come to you and then you talk to your agency and say, hey, yeah, I'm just to block off time and yep. be able to go. And they're normally happy for you guys to do that? Yeah. That's good. Because yeah. we're allowed to take breaks and holidays, so it's kind of a win-win doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, normally on those kind of trips you'd be getting more exposure and, you know, social media stuff, we'd be getting great content. Well, so. usually there's a photographer as well, so we get really good photos that we can even – I've got some photos from my recent trip to Thailand in my portfolio. So, yeah, you can get some great shots as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You Mm. get some killer shots, especially like that Bora Bora one. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. You get photos that you'll use in your book. So it's really great. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's cool. Um, All right. Well, let's go on and talk a bit more about – uh, business side. So I want to talk to you about your kind of plan for side hustles. Like you said, you were mm-hmm. studying business now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd love to chat to you about any future plans you have to kind of, mm, you know, what besides modelling do you want to bring in and start doing and, you know, something like that. Well, I'm very passionate about the health and fitness space. Like, mm-hmm. that's my main drive every day. Like, I love training. I love eating healthy. Yeah. It is my absolute passion. So I'd love to, del- like, do something in that area. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what yet, but that's where I'd love to be. Mm-hmm. I also love travel. So, um, well, initially, actually, I started my blog, which mm-hmm. is dominicalisa.com, and mm-hmm. I did it as a travel blog, but just from the analytics, People yeah. were more engaged in my health and fitness oh, as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of led now the blogs a lot more about health and fitness and mental health. So that's a side hustle. I post maybe, I want to post once a week. At the moment, it's about once a fortnight because I am doing uni work and writing. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, hopefully in five years' time, we can have a discussion and <laughs> I have some sort of business in the wellness space. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think the cool. business degree is just a really good thing to have. I want to finish it. I'm really done, and I'm also learning a lot. Um, my yeah. subject this semester is digital and social media marketing, so mm-hmm. it's very on. You know, it's modern and it's informative, and I mm-hmm. enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. So, watch this space. Well, I think also it's important. I've always been taught my whole life that. It's not about the money. It's about doing something you love every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I always aim to focus on what I love. Money is secondary. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and in a few years you might kind of be not over-modeling, but, you know, getting past where you want to do it every day and, you know, you want to build something – um, a business that you're kind of going to go into for your next phase of life sort of thing. So Exactly. I think yeah. it's good always to have, not to think too ahead, but to have as a model, you you never know. It can dry up before your eyes. Yeah. So it's good to know what you love and what your drives are so that mm-hmm. when that does happen, you can focus your energy there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that you have this time now. I mean, I think it's the perfect time for you to kind of start putting into place mm. like the steps for the future sort of thing. So you can exactly, really yeah. figure out what it is you want to do. You've got more time to write blog posts and stuff like that, you know, so all those things. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Got in progress. Yeah, very very cool. I think you'll definitely do something in the health and wellness space. Definitely, yeah, it's, it's I what you're do. all about. So <laughs> I think that's very natural to you. So For I sure, definitely keep doing that. Um. Okay, let me just ask you. What advice, if any, do you have for girls wanting to become a model or an influencer? Um, my biggest advice mm-hmm. would be, number one, be authentic yeah. on your channels because having a following can be hard. You're going to get judged. There'll be mm-hmm. people saying things you don't like. But if you believe in yourself and you're authentic, mm-hmm. it won't hurt as much and you will love it and you'll enjoy every single day of it. Um, my, so that's more for the social media side. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest advice that I gave before for models is work hard and don't complain on set and be yeah. grateful because that yeah. really shines through and you will get rebooked. Yeah. Um, my also a really important piece of advice that I learned is in my career so far mm-hmm. is that if you don't book a job, Mm-hmm. It's not because you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You just weren't right for that specific job. Yeah. Other jobs will come around. Every girl looks different. So I just want girls to stop thinking they need to look a certain way mm. because clients want different girls and yeah. clients want natural girls. Yeah. And I can't emphasize this enough. I'm seeing everyone look the same at the moment and. I just really want girls to, you know, embrace their flaws and embrace their natural beauty and mm. understand if they don't book a job, you weren't, it's not because you weren't good enough. You just weren't right for that specific job. Yeah. And I think that's really important for girls to know because I've gone to a casting, I hope I got it, didn't get it mm. and was so down about it. But instead of being down about it, I just thought, they were going for a different look. Yeah, absolutely. It's just really important for girls to know that. That's really good. Yeah, really good advice. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of just made me think about, like, how do you, like, you have such a good mindset, like, when it comes to all this stuff. Um, I think, yeah, probably one of the best mindsets I've seen <laughs> about the industry. No, but like, what do you do? Do you meditate? Like, what's your secret to? <laughs> so yeah, like, what so do you do to keep I so have, positive? And you know, well, I have done a meditation course, which, uh-huh. has been, which is really, really amazing. Um, but my biggest contributor to having a happy mindset would be journaling. Like, I journal every single night, and really? I just write down every single night. I've probably gone through about six or seven, like in the last two years, I just chew through them. Wow. Um, Tommy will buy me some and he'll write little notes throughout it. So I won't know about it and I'll flick a page and there'll be like a little <laughs> oh, note from cute. him. <laughs> and it's like just something that has helped me. I was going through a pretty rough stage a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. my best friend told me, you know, get a journal and write stuff down. And from that day, things changed. You write really? things down, you get perspective, you practice gratitude. Every night I write 10 things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, shelter over my head or a smile the person at the shop gave me or there's just so many different things, but there's just so much to be grateful for. It's not mm. it's not worth spending energy comparing yourself. Mm. And I... I do get caught up in it. Two nights ago, I was doing that. I was comparing myself to other girls and especially now with this, you know, mm-hmm. the industry changing. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, I'm living in a house. Mm-hmm. There's people who can't even practice isolation. They don't even have a house. They don't have water. There's people who are sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm here thinking, that girl got that job. Like, yeah. in you know, you've got to look at it in perspective and just, yeah. you know, take a step back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think that's really important. Yeah, that's some really, really good advice. I didn't know you journaled. Maybe I should buy a journal. <laughs> I can't recommend really? it enough. Oh, there yeah. You go. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, I suppose people are talking about journaling these days. 
I thought it was all about meditation, but I mean, so you just write down whatever, whatever you want, whatever, whatever you want. I draw love hearts. I draw flowers. I draw things that come to my head. I just, I just find and it, it very therapeutic and yeah. clears your mind, and it also stops you from going from your phone to your bed. Ah, it, it's point. an in-between thing. It's not mm-hmm. healthy to go from mm-hmm. Instagram to sleep. Mm-hmm. You should. So that's yeah. That's my biggest tip on being positive and just being a happier person. Yeah, that's awesome. So lastly, mm. tell us kind of like what's next for you. Like, let's say in the next six months or a year. What do you hope to achieve? Where do you hope to go? I mean, I guess it's a bit um, different now, but, you know, ideally, what's next well, on the Well, I would Dom? love to start a YouTube channel. Okay. That's what I would love to do. i got my tripod ready to go. Yeah, now's a better time <laughs> um, than any. Have, well, people have DM'd me for years saying to do it, and I've just thought I'd never have time. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to be someone who's always videoing things, but so I'll be mm-hmm. quite specific, like, okay, today I'm doing a YouTube video and I will video, but I don't mm-hmm. want to always be on my phone and things. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that. And hopefully by the end of the year, I finish my degree. Mm-hmm. And there are a few jobs that I've always wanted to tick off my list. So if we are getting out of isolation, I would love to do that. Yeah. So- and also I'd love to meet, because my boyfriend told me he's a photographer. I'd love to mm-hmm. see, if in the next six months we can kind of build something for ourselves. So that would be really cool too. Oh, what do you mean build something for ourselves? We'll just, you know, get more jobs as a team. Oh, okay. And people All right. book us and our style. Yeah. So kind of what we're doing now where people are sending us clothes. Mm-hmm. That was just luck that's happening now. Mm-hmm. But if we can use now this time to really do yeah. a good job at that. Yeah, and that's a great idea. become something of that and be a package, that would be really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Very good time to be doing it, developing a new product like that. Exactly. All right. Well, we're going to end out. I just want to ask you if you have a crazy shoot story. Maybe it was like your funnest shoot or one where things went really sideways and wild. Do you have something you can share with us to finish up on? Oh, this is quite cool. We, um, Mm -hmm. we, our last year shooting for Grace of Life in Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we were shooting at a restaurant, uh-huh. and I was posing outside this old man's house. Okay. And he walked outside, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna, I'm gonna be in trouble." <laughs> and he goes, "Wait a minute." Well, we, he said it in Italian, but I assume well, he said, "Wait a minute." A minute. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and he went inside, and he comes out with a painting he just painted. It was wet, like it was still wet, and he. And he gave it to me as a present. And Aww. I still have it. Yeah, like he just painted that in his house. Aww. And he saw us there and he gave it to me. It was you a boat and water. It was so Aww. cute. That was really like the highlight for me. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. You know that actually just made me think of one last thing, which I, I don't know why I haven't asked models this before, but mm. like – do you ever get shy? Because, I mean, even from the photographer's perspective, it's not half as bad as the model. Like, you have to stand basically in the street pretty much mm. dancing and, like, pull in sexy mm. faces and stuff with, like, passers-by. Like, how do you block out the passers-by and not get embarrassed and shy? When well, I'm a pretty out-there, open-book sort of <laughs> girl, so I'm kind of like, woo, bring it on. <laughs> That's true. Um. But, but in the beginning, I mean, was first, it a lot more At the beginning, yeah. At the beginning, like, it was a bit, like, daunting. But then you're sort of think, I'm here to do a job. I need mm-hmm. to do the job no matter what the circumstances are. Mm-hmm. I won't do something if I'm not comfortable with it. Of course. But you use your moral compass and you think, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my biggest advice is to just go for it. Yeah. I suppose just after a go while for of doing it, and, it, it just becomes um, normal. Exactly. Literally, yeah. I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. Um, we were shooting like all I've shot in like India in the middle of the streets. There's hundreds of people walking past, and you just do it. <laughs> and you think about how amazing that shot's gonna look, and you just do it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Dom, and chatting with me about all things Thank you for having me, Vaughn. No worries. Yeah. It's, it's been a pleasure. You're my I'm first gonna model. I'm going to crack here, open so. a Corona tonight. <laughs> Supporting them. <laughs> Support <laughs> Rona. <brand. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, apparently they lost millions of dollars, which I think is I a know, real exactly. shame. So Support them. Corona. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for coming on and sharing life perspective from a model perspective. Yeah, that made sense. Life from a model's <laughs> perspective, that's it. Um, and yeah, hopefully I get to see you again on a shoot soon, but we're in different I states. Know. So it feels like we're on different sides of bars. We can't get to each other. <laughs> I know. All I want is for you to stay safe and for everyone listening you to too. stay safe and please stay inside. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Dom. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye. Bye. Well, guys, that's the end of my chat with Dominique. I hope you enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. And I'm wishing you all a happy weekend and hope you're all staying safe and sane at home. And I will see you in the next episode.